0: found most interesting this week, aside from the thing we're not talking about, is that a little tweet about this person was called down to the emergency department to drain what is effectively an abscess in the vulval area, a Bartholin's gland abscess, um, turned into an all right, all-out 72-hour tirade, really, of lots of different people from all sorts of different countries and continents engaging and of something that otherwise would I would have thought would just go unnoticed. And emergency physicians from the US, Canada, UK, um, Europe, Australia and anaesthetists and gynaecologists and maybe a couple of other people have all engaged over what is a pretty... (laughs) <laughs> common but relatively minor vulval abscess and I think we should talk about what that's really about because I don't think it's really about about a bath gland abscess so isn't it interesting
1: it was Aidan Barron who started it wasn't it a little he's a little medic right and he was the one who retweeted what was his name Rick Pescatori Rick
0: Pescatori who's I think wife is uh was, is O G or an OBGYN residency. And she was irritated because the ED physician
1: had said, can you please come down here and deal with this um, undercarriage pus situation? And this ED <laughs> consultant thought that that was well within the remit of an ED physician. Um, and it was interesting, wasn't it? Because it was like, well, I'm imagining that an abscess in your down below is would be quite painful um, and then yeah and I mean my and again you know it's kind of like whatever you do people will criticize you and they say you're not qualified to comment because I'm not an ed physician I'm not a gynecologist I'm an anesthetist wow. ex- I am also a woman yes um, my experience is that patients come to theater and I give them general anesthetics and their down belows look quite angry and sore and you know in Australia a general anesthetic is is what we do But it seems like in America, it's quite common to put a thing called a word catheter. I'd never heard of that before, which as far as I can tell, is a little tube that sits in your undercarriage for a week or
0: so, whilst the whole thing settles itself down. Is that a thing we do in Australia? I'd never heard of it. So it's a fairly old fashioned thing. And one of the reasons for it being done in the setting of the emergency department is effectively what they're doing is an incision and drainage and then putting that in to allow all the pus to come out, but the recurrence rate is remarkably high, which several people commented on, including um, the previous chair of um, the Canadian College of Surgeons and Physicians. Mm-hmm. Um, and and because the correct operation is something called, or the gold standard operation is something called marsupialization, which mm. is and that would be yeah, and that's what we're quite. Commonly come to theatre and, yeah. women, and the, general anaesthetics. And the comment was, well, the woman should be entitled to have choice because one is done in an operating theatre and one can be done in an emergency department under maybe sedation. That's not something that's routinely done in Australia. Um, and the comment from some of the um, rural areas was, maybe this is more appropriate for those in rural areas. Um, and Min Le Kong you know, said that he's airlifted people, women out of rural areas specifically to have access to theatre to be able to have a mass utilisation. So I think I'm all for women having choice and that if they do want to stay closer to home, fine. But I think what this really demonstrated was a bit what we talked about on the last podcast, which is that there's a tribal mentality of sorts. I found it really interesting that there were a whole lot of emergency physicians, mainly in the US, that felt, no, 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 we can do this and we should do it. And even today, like four days after this initial retweet, there was someone saying, maybe you should be using this drug instead of midazolam so that you can make it easier in the emergency setting versus, um, versus in Australia and elsewhere where it's easier to access theatre, um, having a gynaecologist or someone who's trained in the procedure doing it in an operating theatre. So I think this was a little bit of a tribal thing as well as different healthcare systems and a demonstration to me again of how money drives certain decision making in the U.S. healthcare system and that a lot of things are done in the emergency department um, that we wouldn't dream of doing.
1: Mm, Well I mean I guess if you went to theatre and it was going to cost you a massive out of pocket versus perhaps doing it in the emergency department for not that much more money I guess you know that would
0: alter your decision making right? Like a yeah, and, and that, in and it, that makes perfect it, sense yeah, that makes perfect sense, but the conversations on Twitter didn't kind of factor that in a lot, like there was a whole lot of kind of us and them and me and you and like a lot of kind of buff around yeah giving anesthetics and emerge versus actually this all probably comes down to a health dollar because if all being equal around health dollar, what would you do um Probably we would all do a mouse but but it's much more complicated than that. The, um, It's kind of interesting. For me, Australians
1: want to be unconscious. Have you noticed that compared to the UK? So I've worked in New Zealand, the UK and Australia. And as an example, when we did prostate operations in New Zealand and in the UK, everyone would be awake with a spinal. And you come to Australia and you explain to the patients how good a spinal is and the benefits of pain relief, et cetera. And they all say at the end of that conversation, oh, do what you like, love, just put me off to sleep.
0: I think it's a more acceptable just to be asleep.
1: Even like temporal artery biopsies um, in New Zealand and the UK, people just have them done under local. And then when I arrived here 10 years ago, they would have a bit of sedation. Now they're having the full general anaesthetic. So, you know, in the space of a decade, it's
0: I've gone got from the next to, me. to GA. The rheumatologist sitting next to me says the temporal artery biopsy is done under local. We do ours under local.
1: Yeah, they get GAs here now.
0: Wow. Where's here?
1: Well, yeah, they get GAs. Oh, well, well. They get GAs. But when we. Um, you know, they were always done under purely local because they're elderly patients, lots of medical problems and whatnot. Then they were getting a bit of sedation a decade ago. Now they're getting GAs. Yeah,
0: they did try and knock me out when I had a knee arthroscopy once, but I was awake and telling the surgeon exactly how much of my meniscus to take out. <laughs> uh, they wanted to suffocate me, but yeah, I, I can see why they want to. The surgeons want to put patients to sleep. I don't think it's a, a surgeon. Sur- no, it's just, the, like, the patient thing. I think I I think I think look I think that this is clearly a conversation for in real life and Twitter for another day and we could just continue this forever Um, but more or less what happened was there was a very long very very long very involved multi multi multinational conversation about lady bits